Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Lucy. In these days of the Roman Empire, there is such wealth as men have seldom known. The homes of the rich are palaces, like the villa Senator Mark has built. It stands on one of the seven hills of Rome, pink and white with terraces of marble, and lawns of vivid green shaded by rows of cypress trees. And all of this wealth has passed to the senator's daughter, Lucy. And now they ask, what kind of a girl is she? Some say she is arrogant and cold. Others say she is timid and afraid of the world around her. There are some who even whisper that she secretly practices Christianity. The man Phineas, a centurion, captain of a hundred Roman soldiers, is paying a visit to the villa. And he encounters not the girl, but her mother. You may present yourself to me, young man. I am Phineas of the palace guard, and was honored by the friendship of your late husband. I don't recall the senator ever speaking of you. Well, then perhaps I exaggerated his kindness to a poor soldier. Nevertheless, he often spoke of his family to me. Oh, I find that odd. Indeed? My husband's custom was to always regard soldiers with the greatest of suspicion. I never heard of his ever taking one into his confidence. So you see, young man, you're showing me a new side to his character. And I prided myself I knew him. I, uh... <laughs> well, I actually think he made an exception of me. 
My grandfather was a senator, too, you see. I think he knew him. You only think? Don't you know? I'm reasonably sure. Very well. And why should you wish to see my daughter? Simply to pay my respects. Well, that's very gracious of you. And I can be no less gracious. I convey your respect to her. Oh, I... If you'll excuse me now. Do you feel faint? No more than usual. Please go and... Thank you for coming here. Let me help you into the house and call a servant. That much you'll grant me. Oh, it comes over me so suddenly I... The Lady Sylvia is a sick woman. She has fainted many times in public. All of Rome knows she has not long to live. And now the servants take her quickly to the apartment she occupies in the villa. And when she is resting, her daughter comes to sit beside her. The girl is 20 and reflects her mother's charm and beauty. I'm all right now, darling. If you could only sleep for a little while. Yes, I will, I will, my dear. I'll stay here with you. No, Go to the front terrace and thank that young man for his kindness. After all, it was you he came to see. I'll get rid of him very quickly and come back to you, Mother. Don't be in such a hurry to get rid of him, child. You must be anxious to go back to your mother... Yes, I am. Well, then I won't detain you. But please, may I... May I come again? If you wish. Tomorrow? I... I see no reason why not. <laughs> and I do hope your mother will feel stronger. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'll pray for her. Pray? Why, yes. I'm a Christian. Are you? I feel I can trust you with my secret. But I'm a Christian, too. Huh. I should have guessed. I should have guessed. So the centurion leaves the villa, his heart pounding. He is no Christian. He despises the Christians and finds his greatest pleasure in seeing them led into the arena to be slaughtered. But he has trapped the girl into revealing herself and will make use of that knowledge in the weeks that follow. Weeks in which he courts the girl with a view to marriage. Marriage that will make him master of her great wealth. Lucy, I have nothing to offer you except my honor as an army officer. Nothing to offer me? I love you. Lucy. Yes? Did you hear what I said? Yes. I love you. And I love you. I didn't dare hope. I thought you'd laugh at me. Did you? You must have thought I was very cruel. No, not cruel, just... 
too wealthy to be interested in anyone like me. Is wealth so important? It is when you have none. That's why I wish you were poor. Then you'd know it's only you that I love. Oh, I do know I do. Have you ever loved before? No. Never been held like this? Never. Oh, no, please. No more. I'll see you tomorrow. I must go now. I, I must go. I must. <laughs> Nighttime. The full moon causes shadows to form in the silent streets of Rome. The beggars who crouch beside the monuments and tombs listen to the howling of the dog and look at each other. A sign of death, each one thinks. Yet there is always someone dying, so the howling dog can never be wrong. Besides, there was death that very evening in the arena. Someone was burned alive, a Christian. Dot the hills of Rome are in darkness, save for one. It is Lady Sylvia's. Candles burn in the window. Lucy, I'm here, Mother. I want to talk. There's no need. I haven't very long, darling. Don't talk like that, Mother. Please don't. We never really die. You know that. Yes, I know, but... I won't be dead. Always remember that. I'll be with Christ. Oh, please. Please, Mother, you're not going to leave me yet. If I could live long enough to see you married. You will. You will. <laughs> Perhaps. I think my time is near. Why doesn't the priest come? <laughs> what is it, dear? He won't be coming. Won't be? He can't. Lucy. He's dead. What? He's dead. No. He was taken away this afternoon. Betrayed? Yes. They say he was burned alive. God rest his soul. I didn't want to tell you. Well... His agonies are over now, and he's with our Lord. And I must die without a priest, whether it's tonight or another night. He was the only one in Rome. Murderers, pagan murderers. <coughs> Mother, Mother. feel a little better now. Lucy, what is it? I was thinking of something. Your young man? No. No, I'd forgotten Phineas. Forgotten him? Mother, listen to me. Didn't St. Agatha have the same illness you have? I think she did. 
And she died of it. But, Mother, perhaps she could heal you. Heal? If we went to her tomb and prayed. We'd be seen praying and arrested. Well, if we went during the night, dressed as beggars, so no one would know who we are. No one, not even the beggars, need know we're praying. Do you believe? I believe, Mother. I believe. Then so must I. Very well, my dear, we'll do it tomorrow night, if I'm still alive. You mean you plan to spend the night in the tomb? Yes, dressed like beggars. It'll be dangerous. It's the only hope I have for my mother. Well, I'll see if I can keep soldiers from patrolling that area tonight. I hoped you'd say that. Now, tell me, how much longer must I wait for you? Well, not now. Tell me. Please. Lucy, tell me. I can't. I, I can't think of myself or of us. Not, not while my mother is so ill. I'll see you tomorrow. Give me a few moments now. Oh, no, please don't. Please. I only want to put my arms around you. No. No, Phineas, please stop. I only want to hold you. No. No, let go. Please let go. Oh. Phineas, don't you understand? I do want to come to you. But not like this. Not like this. You understand, don't you, my dear? Yes. I understand. Forgive me. The man is quick to see he must not offend the girl. He wants her any way he can get her. But above all, he wants her wealth. After that, he'll have no further use for her. The night comes again and two shadowy figures crouch beside the tomb of St. Agatha. They could be beggars. Oh, Mary, compassionate Mary, Mother of God, take pity on this woman beside me, my earthly mother, as I humbly beg the sweet Agatha, sanctified in thy holy name, to intercede for me as I beg her to cleanse my mother of all sickness. My mind and heart are now open for thy spirit made us and thy breath gave us life. Sweet Saint Agatha, in this moment we feel thy love and thy presence. Come to us. Sweet Saint Agatha, we feel thy presence in this silence. Lucy, thy virgin purity of heart endears thee to me. And I take thee for my own dear sister. Fear not that thy days on earth are brief. 
Fear not when thou shalt die a martyr's death, for thy place is in heaven. Peace be upon thee and thy earthly mother, for in this moment she is made whole by thy faith in the mother of God and in my love for thee. Mother? Mother? Did you see her? I saw nothing. I saw her. She came in a vision to me. Oh, I'm healed. I felt her touch and I was healed. Oh, Lucy, we've seen a miracle. She called me her sister. Her own dear sister. In the days that follow, Lucy says nothing to her mother about her prophesied martyrdom. But she prepares for it, knowing she must soon leave. People are asking questions, Mother. Can't we tell them about the miracle? Oh, no, no. Some of them suspect us already. Oh? Something happened today. A street beggar came to me, pretending to ask for alms. While I gave him money, he whispered something. He told me about a sanctuary that's hidden away in the hills. A sanctuary? Where there are some holy women. The beggars know about the place. They go there for food. The holy women want us to know we can always go there. They seem to know about the miracle. We must plan to go there, Mother. We're no longer safe. I want you to go there first, and I'll follow. Follow? As soon as I've disposed of everything we have. I'm going to give everything away. Is this the price of my healing? Sometimes our faith does have a price. But no price is too great, Mother. Our reward is heaven. You've been avoiding me. Yes, I know. Why? I would have sent word to you in a few days. Why have you avoided me? You've heard about my mother? That she's cured? Yes. <laughs> Don't tell me it was a miracle. Oh, yes. The night we prayed at the tomb of St. Agatha. Oh? Didn't you guess it was that? Well, I'm glad she's well. Where is she? She's no longer here. No. Then where? I can't tell even you. She's gone to a sanctuary. And perhaps I'll join her there. Join her? I can't marry you, Phineas. Can't marry me? I am going to become the bride of Christ. And while I live, I'll devote myself only to him. Bride of Christ, indeed. <gasps> You're going to be my bride. My bride, do you hear? No, Phineas. I'll not marry you or any man. You mean that? Yes. Very well, then. Now hear this. 
I'm arresting you and denouncing you as a Christian. Phineas, how can you? You're a Christian yourself. Me a Christian? I'm the man who found and denounced that priest. You? Yes, through information I got from you. And I trusted you. Oh, Mother of God. One more chance, Lucy. Marry me at once. Or I take you with me now. I'm sorry for you, Phineas. Be sorry for yourself. Come on. How do you like the darkness of a prison cell? I've been praying. I pray better in the darkness. I can still save you. Can you save yourself? You're a fool, Lucy. You don't think it was you I wanted, do you? Oh, you're a pretty woman. But there are plenty of them in Rome. Then it was just my money. Will you marry me? No. You'd live a little longer if you did. Maybe not too long. After a while, you'd get in my way, and I'd have to get rid of you. Still, for a while, you'd be happy. No, you won't marry me. I know that. By the gods of Rome, though, I never realized how beautiful you are. It seems a shame you must die before you've lived. Don't touch me. There's no one here to stop me, Lucy. Besides, you are going to die. Surely my embrace won't matter so much. Come here. Oh, mother of God. The centurion lies there motionless. And the girl stands there trembling, knowing the mother of God reached out and spared her. The man stirs and slowly stands up, leaning weakly against the cell door. Was it? Oh, what happened? Do you believe now? Yes. Yes, I believe. Pray for me, Lucy. Pray for me. I will. Lucy, it's too late for me to help you. They're coming for you. God, forgive me. I'll pray for you, Phineas. But pray for yourself, too. Pray to Christ. They're coming for you. As always, the arena is crowded for the night's sport. The lions will be set loose on the Christians. But first, there will be burnings. Tonight, a girl will be burned alive for being a Christian. And because they say her mother was cured by a miracle. Perhaps the girl can save herself. They watch her now. She's tied to the stake. And the bundles of straw and dry twigs are being set on fire. A few soldiers stand by. One of them is Phineas. He seems dazed as if nothing is real to him. Oh, Mary. Sweet, compassionate Mary. 
I know of thy presence, for the flames of the fire do not touch me. Lucy, <laughs> pray for me in heaven. I now kill you with my sword, but it's only to spare you pain. God have mercy on my soul. <laughs> dies by the sword, virgin pure, her soul winging towards heaven to our Lord, our Saint Lucy. to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. <laughs>